Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you willing? Hey gents. Welcome to another episode of Apex Masculinity, a high-performance men's coaching outfit designed to help you show up strong in every area of life. Raising the bar in fatherhood, marriage, finance, business, health, and all things manly. Gentlemen, let's begin. Hey, gents, welcome back to Apex Masculinity. You're in the right place. I'm your host, Nick Chantos. Guys, today I want to take a few minutes and talk about the different personality types that exist amongst men today. I want to preface by saying that this is not an exhaustive list, but I did want to tease out some characteristics that exist amongst the different personality types that exist within men today to give you an idea of where you fit into that schematic. A problem that we have in society today with men is, even though we may be one personality type, we we tend to find ourselves admiring and valuing a personality type that exists in another man that may not be the core of who we are. And I want to tease these out so that you can kind of find out what your personality type is so that you can begin to flow in the personality type that you are, rather than trying to be something that you're not. We have greater success in life when we just lock down who we are as men and begin to flow in that personality type that we were naturally built with. For example, I'm not an alpha male, and I declare that right out the gate. And there are reasons, and we'll look at them here in a minute, as to why I'm not an alpha male. But even if I not being an alpha male, wanted to be an alpha male or more of an alpha male, I feel like I would find myself running into a wall often because it's not my natural flow. It's not my natural state as a man. So again, we're going to look at these. I got about five of them here that we're going to look at. And you begin to dissect it in your mind as we go over it and figure out which personality type you are. The first one, obviously, is the alpha male. This by far is the most popular amongst men and amongst women. And we'll go into the reasons why that is here in just a minute. But this is also no longer the most preferred or desired masculine personality trait for women. There was a time when women were attracted to the alpha male. All women had a natural attraction to the alpha male because the alpha provided protection. The alpha provided status. The alpha provided survival and women crave at their base level these things. Women want to be protected. Women want the status that comes with being with the alpha. Not all of them, of course, but as a general rule, typically women want the status that goes with being with the alpha male. As well, there was a survival component to this. Women want to survive and being with the alpha brought about a greater ability to survive. But society is changing. And as women begin to date men and have experience with these different male personality types, they begin to to discover which one connects with them better. They begin to discover what they're willing to trade off in return for the masculine personality type that's going to connect with them better. Let's dissect the alpha male. As stated before, he's obviously the most 
popular. He's also commanding and controlling. The alpha male has to have it his way. It's got to be structured his way. He cannot align himself under another man. It hurts the alpha male physically, emotionally, mentally, causes him pain to have to align himself under submission to another to another alpha, to another male personality. The alpha male is very self-confident, knows what he wants, knows where he's going, knows how to get it. They process failure differently. Now, this is this this is a big clue for me as to why I'm not an alpha. See, alphas are not stifled by their mistakes. For me personally, when I have a failure in my life or when I make a mistake, that failure resonates with me in a way to where it causes um, some slight stagnation, uh, some reflection almost, if you will, that puts me in a position where I'm not so ready to take the reins of responsibility because if there's a failure, I process that in a negative way. I don't want the responsibility of being in control of something bigger than around my immediate circle. Alphas are not that way, whereas other men will have failure cause them to be reserved going forward. Alpha men seem to be able to brush off their mistakes and not even care, not care what people think, not care what mistakes were made, not care what was lost in the process. They just pick up and go forward very easily. Alpha male Alpha males prefer docile women, and this is where independent and self-reliant women struggle. At their core level, they want that alpha male because they want that protection and that status and that survival. But if they're an independent woman, not a docile woman, but an independent woman, they're going to find their will like up against a wall against the alpha male's will, and, and it's, it's going to make this the independent and self-reliant woman uncomfortable it's going to cause her pain to continually have to submit her will and her way to an alpha women learn over time what to trade off in return for the male personality type that has a better connection and a better flow in the relationship that they have alpha males gather soldiers easily why is that because men at their core level unless you're an alpha, crave leadership. We want leadership. We want uh, uh, an affirming, loving, kind, caring father that's going to display and insert leadership into our lives, something that we can follow and learn from. Most men, most men also crave acceptance. And if the alpha is, is really smart and doing this correctly, he will give good leadership and he will give acceptance and approval and affirmation to the men that are under them because men crave those things and it creates a greater loyalty to the alpha male. Alpha males crave to lead and bestow acceptance upon others. The rest of us crave to a degree the acceptance and the leadership that the alpha provides. Alphas will also often resort to selfish or brutal tactics in order to stay on top. Anything's on the table with an alpha, including demoralizing others, questioning their ability to create a self-doubt in people. Alphas will do whatever it takes to stay on top, whether good or bad. These are the kind of people, if it's done negatively, negatively, that will talk about someone behind their back to gain a following of other people so that he can come in numbers and in power to keep someone in check. These are alpha tactics. 
Alphas crave the glory. They don't need affirmation. They need glory and they need loyalty and submission. Alphas don't fear rejection with women or in business. An alpha male will walk up to a woman, you know, and 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 just ask her out or, you know, pursue relational interest in a woman and can get completely shut down and it won't bother him in the slightest. He's the kind of guy that'll walk away from that situation going, well, she doesn't know what she's missing kind of a thing, right? They don't let failure produce fear. They can oftentimes come off as arrogant, but they can learn how to temper that arrogance and temper their ego. Let's move on to the beta. This is the nice guy. This is the great support pillar for myself. And as we go through this list, you're going to find that you have some of these characteristics in each of these uh, definitions, each of these personality types of men. And you're going to be able to pick out different ones. And pro probably by the time we're done with this, you'll be more confused than you were before we started at which male personality type that you are. But I want you to see where you have the most alignment. How many of these things in each category are you in alignment and agreement with as a man? See, for me, I am a great support pillar. I don't want the responsibility of being over a project that involves lots of manpower, lots of money, deadlines, all of these different things, because that pressure for me is uncomfortable. Whereas the alpha male, he's almost getting off on the pressure. Like he enjoys that. The beta male is a great support pillar. Like he can come under the alpha and be the yes man or the man at arms, if you will, for the alpha. And he gets fulfillment out of that. Also, betas are more sensitive to other people's feelings and their emotions. Like the alpha doesn't care. Oftentimes the alpha is not geared to even think about or ponder the reality that other people have emotions and feelings. Whereas the beta, he actually takes time to stop and process people's feelings and their emotions. He's aware. He's aware. He also has a moral compass. And this can hinder him, but it can also help him. It can help him that it will keep him on track with his moral goals, with his integrity goals. But if there is a failure, a personal failure or a moral or an integrity failure, it can almost be debilitating for him because he's getting struck at his core with the fact that he can't live to what his core values are. The alpha or the beta male understands authority. He submits himself easily, not out of weakness, but for a smoother flow to obtain accomplished goals in any arena. Like we said before, he doesn't want the responsibility of failing. He enjoys knowing that the alpha needs him. That's where his glory is gained. Not, not, not in being the one that's over all of it and the one that's going to get all the, all the glory for doing it. But he finds his glory and his joy, if you will, just knowing that the alpha needs him to get that goal done. He finds great joy and fulfillment in that. The beta male will also have greater connection with people, including women, not only in conversation, but in physical intimacy. They connect well with others. Beta males are more lighthearted when things don't go well, like, oh, well, the house burned down. It's not a big deal, you know, whereas other people would just let 
uh, a situation like that be something pressurized within him, you know, the uh, the beta male can wreck his car and just be like, eh, we got insurance, no big deal. The house burned down, eh, we got insurance, no big deal. They don't really, um, they don't really, they're, they're not bent out of shape over the smallest things. They flow well. They're reliable. They enjoy knowing that other people can rely on them. They get glory. They get satisfaction in knowing that other people get up every day at peace because they're going to be there. The beta man is going to be there. He's going to be reliable and we can count on him. And the beta male actually gets satisfaction knowing that other people can count on him. The beta male, as we said earlier, is preferred by the alpha in accomplishing goals and tasks. But the beta male will also stand his ground if confronted, but he's built more to assist than to lead. Moving on, let's discuss the omega male. Slightly nerdy, right? We all know this guy, collects coins, has an ant farm in his bedroom. Not really <laughs> self-aware not really as self-aware of how other people are perceiving him. You know, the guy that will pick his nose in his car while everybody is watching him at the red light. This guy, kind of seen as immature, slightly irresponsible, often extremely intelligent, but very unambitious. The intelligence almost goes to waste because there's no ambition combined with intelligence to get something amazing built in his life. The Omega is often easily persuaded doesn't like to think for himself, just wants to show up to something that's already built, get in the flow, and whatever the popular opinion is, is the one that he'll take. Doesn't think for himself. The Omega Man is often selfish in relationships. This is the guy that's unwilling to discover what his partner's needs are, let alone meet them. He's more inward, more focused on self. And if he does, meet needs, whether it's in his marriage or at work or in any arena, raising his kids, often you'll see this. If he does meet needs and pour out of himself into another person, he's the kind of guy that is keeping really good track of what he's doing for others. You know what I'm talking about? So that he can make sure it gets paid back in full. And if it isn't, you're going to know about it. Yeah, we all know that guy, right? He keeps accurate records of when he's giving but not when others are giving to him. It's almost like he misses that fact, but he's very aware of what he's doing for others. This is the guy that is often perceived as lazy, ju does just enough to get by, not, again, going back to ambition or aggression to like rise to the top. He's just satisfied with a backseat and someone else driving and just get us where we need to go. And don't ask me to do anything, because if you do, you're going to hear about it. And I'm going to want payback in full. This guy often seems unsatisfied in his personality. Someone that's put out almost by other people. Everything is just a big deal, right? Moving on. Let's look at the gamma personality type. This is a very responsible man. But if you asked him and he was honest, he would rather be doing something way more exciting than what his responsibilities are. This is the guy that would love to jump out of an airplane or jump off of a cliff with a hand glider. This is a risk taker to a fault. This is the kind of guy that'll sell his car to start a business. This is the guy that's a visionary, a risk-taking man, has big plans and works hard to get there, but 
if he's not careful, can often get distracted before he gets to that end goal or get bored before he gets to the end goal that he has for himself. He can move on very quickly and never see the fruition of the goals and the ambitions and the visions that he has for himself. This guy can also sometimes seem needy, struggles to see himself well because he's a perfectionist at heart, but gets distracted and can't attain to his own personal high standards for himself. Let me let me back up and break that down a little bit. So this is the guy that wants to be, let's say, an apex man. He wants to be top-notch father, top-notch husband, top-notch businessman. He wants to you know, climb the ladder. He wants his finances in order and in check. But if he's not careful and he lets his flesh constantly get the better of him, it's a constant reminder to him that he cannot become the man that he wants to become and he can get distracted and bogged down in the discouragement that's associated with that because of his he's the guy that can't enjoy the journey just wants the arrival right but at the same time this is a guy that can put his partner's needs first and actually find purpose in meeting the needs of other people this is also the kind of guy that if he's not careful if he's not careful and keeps his emotions and his perspective in check, he can get very negative and stay that way for long periods of time. Lastly, let's look at the Sigma. This is the quiet alpha. This is the man that makes his own rules. Stop signs are more of a guideline than a law, if you know what I'm talking about. There's lots of gray area with the Sigma male to get goals accomplished. This is the guy that thinks outside of the box for solutions. Um, whether it's getting ahead in life or just solving simple tasks, he's the guy that will do things different out of the norm where people would say, wait, we can't do that. He's the kind of guy that will say, why? <laughs> I mean, it's the end goal, right? I mean, we're after the end goal. The how we get there is irrelevant. It's the end goal. And this is why it's essential that this man have a moral compass and have integrity because if there's a lot of gray, but no moral compass and no integrity, this is the guy that will find himself bending and breaking laws, possibly hurting people to get his desired goals met. This is the guy that doesn't need affirmation, almost like the lone wolf, so to speak. Like um, he doesn't care necessarily if people think highly of him or poorly of him. Maybe he doesn't even take time to think about how other people think of him. He doesn't need affirmation. Slightly mysterious, this guy is, to the point where it's unexpected sometimes the thing that he does, and people are very, very surprised. He doesn't need recognition. This guy is also very analytical. He will stop and gauge the situation around him, gauge the people around him, engage in conversations with people simply for the purpose of finding out where they're at so that he can determine how he can maximize his benefits from this situation. He's willing to invest for a moment, slow down, invest for a moment and find out where everybody else is at so that I can carry myself the way I want to and maximize the benefits out of any interaction. This guy will also defend himself even against the alpha, even if he knows he's going to lose, 
just to set a boundary and establish the cost of disrespect. This is one that I find myself um, kind of gravitating towards because there's been plenty of times in my life where, yeah, like if I don't stand up right now and set a precedence, even though I'm outnumbered or outmatched, or if there's going to be some serious consequences, I almost feel like I need to set some boundaries right away because we know that if we don't, man, it just turns upside down. People will take advantage of you. People will think ill of you. People will think you're weak. This is the kind of guy that doesn't care if he loses. He will he will go after confrontation if pushed far enough just to set a boundary. Guys, I want you to think about those things. Maybe listen to the episode once or twice just to kind of tease out where you think you're at. And again, learn to flow in whichever personality that you are. Now, here's the kicker, though. If you find yourself longing for another personality type, I'm not going to tell you not to pursue that in an an investigation type manner because um, there may be some stuff from your past that caused you to become reserved or that caused you to take on an archetype personality just for survival's sake just just to kind of fit in and blend in because there's some confusion and you really don't know what your place is so i have no problem with people pressing the boundary into another personality type just to see if it fits and if it's flow but what we need to do is not try to be something other than we are not try to put a pair of shoes on that don't fit so to speak because it's not going to work It's not going to work. The few times in my life that I've tried to be the alpha male, it was so uncomfortable. It was like I was wearing a corset. And to be honest with you, because of all the other personality types that I have in Sigma or that I have in Gamma, I wasn't received well in that alpha position, right? Because I didn't need the glory, right? I wasn't displaying strong leadership because I wasn't aware that the people around me needed leadership and affirmation. So unless you're willing to dissect each of the personality traits and ask yourself, do I exhibit this to a fault? Do I exhibit these personality traits or can I learn how to do them in a way that's natural? Then again, stay in your archetype personality and maximize your benefits there. Guys, I love you. Until next time. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh,